Hello there, this is Dave Deacon and welcome to the Cornish Soccer Podcast. Thanks for listening and downloading and uh, why don't you go one better by making sure you don't miss any future episodes by subscribing via your favourite podcast platform. I've got Mike Rapsey joining me today for more tales and anecdotes about his playing days. Let's introduce you to my guest. Welcome, Rappo. Good evening, Dave. How you doing, all right? Yeah, fine, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me along, mate. <laughs> Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. You've made so many friends through football, um, so where, where are we going to kick off with this? Oh, crikey, Dave. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been including yourself mate you know I've, I've been so lucky you know from the age of like sort of 14 right up till today mate 51 I've met so many friends so many good friends through football mate it's, you know I think that's been like the best part of it all for me really mate you know I've enjoyed obviously all the goals and medals and stuff like that mate but but your friends you know they sort of last forever don't they and yeah so many good friends mate actually before we start with the friends have you actually got any enemies um <laughs> Is there anyone you don't particularly like? Um, no, not, not <laughs> well. I, I think. Um, do you remember Mike Honey? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yes. Mike's big, big central defenders of the character. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think I was on his Christmas Christmas card list, mate. But um, yeah, he gave me a few uh, a few uh, well a few bruises in me day, mate, to say the least. But um, no, no, mate, not not really, mate. You know, it's. Uh, you know, I'm not one to hold a grudge really, Dave. So, so who you got? Who are you going to tell us about first? Cool. Any, any sort of uh... crikey, mate. Where do I start? I mean, I got so many good friends today, mate. That um, you know, obviously, I got my, my mates. You know, from Malabar, from you know, obviously, Mike came over. We both know well, mate. Mike's been a mate for sort of forty odd years, but but um, you know, we were sort of mates before football, really. Um, I mean, Dave Sweet, for example, Dave, you know, I mean, I'm goddaughter, um, I'm godfather to, <laughs> to, um, to Dave's daughter, Dave and Vicky's daughter, Isabel, you know, so we've been great mates. I mean, Sweeter is a big favourite of me, of me mum, like Dave, and, well, I've got a story, actually, about Dave, we, we was playing Apple Door away, and, um, you know what Sweeter is like for a tackle, Dave, I mean, one of the best centre-halves I've ever played with, and unfortunately against sometimes, but... But Sweeter went into this tackle up there, mate. I mean, Appledore, not the most, uh, not the best place to go, mate. Yeah, for, but um, <clears throat> went for this 50-50, and I felt sorry for the ball, Dave. You know, I mean, it's the first 15 minutes as well, and uh, he smashed into this tackle, and I thought, oh crikey, you know, one of them might not get up from this. But both of them ran off. You know, Dave was limping a bit, the other lad was sort of limping, but. Um, yeah, anyway, he played the rest of the match, mate. <laughs> still, still flying into tackles, and uh, went to the clubhouse after, had a couple of drinks, and Dave was meant to be coming back to my place for the evening to, to have a night out in Shore. So we went back to my mum's for tea, and uh, my mum, you know, my mum was fussing around with me, and uh, he said, "Oh, don't worry about it, Kit. You know, it's like sweeter is that, but she got her best poof out and all, mate. <laughs> fluffed it up, you know, put sweeter's leg on it." got a big bag of peas and Brussels sprouts out of the freezer and it had that on for half an hour anyway we did that had a bit of tea we went out in Troy Dave and we went to L2 you know to the top floor as you say the other day about me dancing hit me Mr Ibiza we went, we went to the top floor honestly we were, we were pretty much dancing all night as well till about 2 in the morning and uh, we even went to a rave after that so long ago. We went to this rave in a field in Truro till about four o'clock in the morning. Sweeter is up on his feet. Anyway, we went home, went to bed. Next morning, mum bought us up a bacon sandwich and a cup of coffee. And uh, I looked at Sweeter's foot, which was hanging out of the bed. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it was it was like a balloon. It was he was like elephant man. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it was like purple, yellow, you know, black you name it, it was, it was twice the size of his other ankle. So I said to Dave, I, I, said, I said, look at that, sweetheart. I said, oh, you know, you, you need to go for an x-ray, I think. And we went up to the hospital, mate, we was up there about an hour and he, 
and he badly broke his ankle. Oh, no. So yeah, so he was like, he played the rest. So although minutes. he broke his ankle, he played. Yeah, played on, and then went out on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he was like dancing around, mate. He did wince a few times, but <laughs> but absolutely old as nails, Dave Sweeter. But yeah, 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 he broke his ankle. He was in plaster for about six months. <laughs> Now, I know both of us know Martin Grin quite well. Um, I'd like to, to talk to him when he, when he comes down, but um, got any tales about him? Oh, Grits, mate, yeah, what a, what a bloke, Dave. I mean, one of the nicest guys. I mean, Grits, Dave, he, he, he's not changed a bit since I... Fr- well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story, mate. I, I was playing for um, Troy Athletic, Sunday League team, and um, we was playing against a team called FC Troy. I think it's their first season in the league. I mean, and to be fair... You know, a bit of a local derby, though. It was, yeah, like a local <laughs> Sunday League derby. Really. I think we both actually, mate, we both played at Mulpers Park, but it was flooded, you know, Lord, it's like when it gets a bit of water on it and the ducks were swimming on it. So, But so I had a call, I think it was the night before, and they said, oh, we managed to get a pitch at the Monkey Tree holiday camp on the way up to Nuki. Right. So I thought, oh, you know. So Sounds thought, a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah, that's what we thought, mate, you know, holiday camp pitch. But anyway, we all went out there, mate drove through the holiday camp got to the end and there was this pitch and it was a full-size pitch but on a little bit of a slope but the surface was was you know okay though so we thought ah. anyway i remember the match for a few reasons really mate but i actually scored nine in that game mate. Oh. we won 11-3 which is is not your ideal football result really mate is it that's why i remember it's more of a rugby rugby league yeah. result isn't it but but um, but we won 11-3 and I'd scored nine and we was all in the changing room after and we didn't know whether to call it a triple hat trick or a treble hat trick but uh, I wasn't too worried mate you know, it was nine goals on the tally but but yeah we, I think it was the day when you could have four senior players in your team right, so yeah. we had like Dennis O'Neill Matt Salmon I mean I was up front with Steve Tab you know me and Tab yeah. we had too good a team really mate you know for a Sunday but we all enjoyed it but I noticed on the other side, mate, I mean, we won 11-3, and there was this young lad on the other team scored that trick for FC Toronto, and I thought, crikey, he's a good lad, he's got a good left foot on him. So I sought him out after the game, went up, shook his hand, I said, oh, good hat trick there, mate. I said, how old are you? He said, oh, I'm 16. So I said, oh, right. I said, do you, do you play for anyone on a Saturday? So he went, well, actually, I've just been told by Troy third team that I'm not good enough. <laughs> so he said, I've signed for Perrin well. So, uh, I said, well, I said, you're definitely good enough, mate. Don't worry about that. But I said, um, I said, you made, you know, that's not a bad show because Paramo are a really good, friendly club. I said, yeah. you might have done yourself a favour there, going Paramo. I said, I'm keeping my eye out for your name. What's your name? He said, oh, Martin Gritton. <laughs> oh, the rest is, um, rest is history, really. Yeah. You know, Gritts went on to. But honestly, mate, what such a nice part. I mean, he's never forgot his mates in Cornwall, Dave. You know, I mean, every season, Gritts, you try and meet up once a year and he'd bring down a pair of boots, you know. Well, you know, I mean, he's paid for some big clubs like North Grimsby, Lincoln, you know, Chesterfield, Mansfield, and he and whatever boot sponsor he had, he'd always make sure he bought down a pair of boots, you know, every mm. season for me, mate. Brilliant, really. But but we, me and Mike put um, this is tight guy great series. They we put uh, a team in Chasewater Five Side competition. Right. Um, it was the first Sunday in uh, August, and. Um, we did it about a month before. We had a really good team. Actually, we had like me and Grits up front, mate. We had Sweeter playing. Dale Band, I think, was playing, mate. Um, D- James Amen, we got. And Dennis Fallowfield was a good five-a-side keeper. We had a pretty good side. And um, <clears throat> in the meantime, the month leading up to it, a couple of weeks before, Grits got his uh, contract at Oracle. All right, yeah. So he's, he's just signed this pro contract and everything. So anyway, that was a really good pre-season. I think he got Attrick against Salt Ash and... I think they went to Scotland for a few games, you know, he did really well, you know, Grips being a Scot on that. And um, anyway, he got in the team, mate, for the first game of the season, he was on the bench. And our goal, won. I can't remember who they played now. But I remember we were standing there, me and Mike was there, we were standing there with Grits' dad, you know, Mr G, lovely bloke, you know, lovely guy. <laughs> and um, Grits come on last 10 minutes, did really well, he looked short, had some nice touches. Anyway, our goal won 2-1, so he come over to us after. And... Uh, we said, oh, well done, Grits. I said, congratulations, mate. You know, you're, you're a football league player now. You know, something that I'd never quite managed. And Grits was there talking to his dad and everything. And um, and he said, uh, oh, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, to me and Mike. And we said, what? So he said, I'll see you tomorrow. 
So I said, what's, what's on tomorrow, mate? He goes, we've got the five-sided chess <laughs> I said, I said, honestly, Grits, you know, don't, don't worry about that, mate. You know, you're a professional footballer. You know? yeah. you know, I said, what if you roll your ankle or something like that? He goes, no, nah, no, nah. I said, I play. And uh, honestly, Dave, next day, one o'clock, Grits turned up with his boots and pads. Oh. Unbelievable, mate. You know, Broken. just made his debut for our goal on the Saturday. But, but no, it's, it's, he hasn't changed a bit, though. I mean... One last story, Dave. I mean, uh, uh, can we go back to the, yeah. five, the tournament? Did did you win it or not? No, we lost all penalties in the semi-final. Professional player yeah. in this squad, you still didn't win it. Oh mate, I think we hit the post about three. The, the pitch was like a little, you know, postage stamp, and they just, yeah, they just. Like, I winced a few times. You know, Grit's got a few kicks and all, mate. But but I think we everyone scored their penalty, and it went down to the two keepers and. Dennis missed the penalty, so oh, he lost right. in the semi-final. <laughs> but, but yeah, great guy there, mate. So he made it all clear, safe. He wasn't injured. You didn't have anyone no, from, thank, thank from home park coming down and no, saying. No. <laughs> a few times, mate, I was wincing. You know, I thought, oh yeah. no, you know, what if Grips gets a knock? But but no, he's an unbelievable bloke, mate. He, um, he, he hasn't changed a bit, you know, since that, since he was sixteen, Dave. I mean, mm-hmm. such a great. I mean. Jack, um, the youngest, you know, Jack, mate, he's at Moore John's Uni and Grits was working for New Balance up until about a few months ago, mate. He's got a new job now, but um, he was working for New Balance and he was still sorting everyone out, mate, you know, right up to this day with boots. He's still sending me boots, you know, to play in the vets. And I know Julian here had a pair off Grits. I think he scored a trick in the League Cup final <laughs> yeah. with him oh, right. last season. But yeah, I know Grits is still sorting out, you know, loads of us. but. But Jack had a call, he's at Moore John's, mate, and they said, oh, can you come down re- to reception? We've got a massive package here for you. Like, so Jack said, oh, all right, yeah, I'll come down. And Jack said he got down there, he could hardly carry the package back to his room, like David threw it on the bed. And he said he opened it, and, and it was like Grits last week, you know, obviously with New Balance. And honestly, mate, Grits has sent him three pairs of boots, a couple pairs of trainers, shorts, socks, oh, mate, a tracksuit, you know. Jack said, like, Grit sent about a £1,000 worth of New Balance stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the type of guy he is, mate. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He must go against the grain for a Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a generous Scott. You don't see that too often, mate, do I know um, one of the guys that I keep meaning to get in touch with uh, to, to have a chat with, because I'm sure he would have a few tales of his own, is, is John Dent. Oh, Danny, mate. What about yeah. what about Dante then? Yeah, probably. I'll probably if I, if I sat down and thought about. Let's it, keep mate. it nice and clean, and yeah, I'm trying to think of a clean one really. Like, but, nah, Dante, mate. I mean, what? I mean, Dante, mate. What? What an organizer, mate. I mean, best organizer ever. Dante. I mean, we used to have, um, you know, end end of season trip every year. We used to go to Holland. Oh, I've heard about these Amsterdam yeah, well, pretty I, legendary I'm, trips yeah, <laughs> yeah we, um, we used to go for about five days and we got we went every year mate you know and we got friendly with the people in um, well particularly in Eindhoven as well and um, we used to play we used to go to Amsterdam for about three days and then go for a night in Eindhoven as well mate and it was a brilliant you know trip to just to end the season and you know you get all the end of season fines and that and yeah. that used to be a feral kitty at Falmouth with Denty always on your case about left handed and right handed drinking and all yeah. that but yeah I mean yeah I mean we we had over a thousand pound I think Dave in this in this kitty yeah you know, I'm talking like 30 years ago yeah. or 20, 25 years ago but uh, but yeah but Denty left Falmouth by then actually and he was manager at Port Levin mm-hmm. and uh, he phoned me up one night and he said look I've got a couple of few people dropped out so I've got a couple of spaces on the trip to Amsterdam if you want to go next week so I, I said look I'll get back to you like mate <clears throat> and I asked Mike he, he was up for it but I was a bit 50-50 about Dave because it clashed with the form of dinner and dance <laughs> and I knew I had a couple of trophies to pick up and I, and I knew Trev probably wouldn't be that chuffed about it really you know going on tour you know with another team yeah. and that but yeah. but I thought well four hours at the do or four days in Amsterdam <laughs> so ended up going on the trip and, uh, and um, we played a friendly there mate against the Sunday League team called the Blarney Stone. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget it, Dave. I'll never forget. I mean, we just about scrambled 11 players. They were like a Amsterdam, you know, Amsterdam Sunday League, which was, you know, not yeah. a bad standard, really. Probably a combo side. 
and um, they wore yellow, so they, they we was in the changing room, so the kits clashed, and they'd give us an old, do you remember the old Ajax kit, mate, with a round neck? Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. Um, you know, with a red dead going down through yeah. the middle of the white shirt. And, uh, yeah, the, the kit must have been 20 years old, mate, and it was 98 degrees, I think. It was, the kit was <laughs> thick. And, uh, honestly, mate, it was, we played really well, to be fair. I mean, we mustered 11 players out. I mean, we had Bill, the chairman, playing. <laughs> Bill played. I mean, we had Denty and Guy. I remember Alex McDonald played, but, but and me and Mike played. I remember me and Mike, because I had four, and Mike had two, so I thought, you know, if he didn't have the guests playing, yeah, they might have got... But Alex McDonald had one as well, and we was about 7-2 up with about 20 minutes to go and we all just started dropping like flies really David you know, Bill had to go off went down to 10 <laughs> then um, someone got injured mate you know that, down to 9 we just <laughs> dropping like flies and um, I think the ref added you know it was one of their sort of refs yeah. that they knew. he added on about 10 minutes and we <laughs> lost 8-7 oh no yeah yeah don't he want chuff to be <laughs> honest mate even though he's a friendly but he's a proper winner and he's <laughs> But um, but yeah, we all took our shirts off in the changing room after day. It was so funny to see. I mean, everyone had a white body with a, a purple red head, like <laughs> these red necks. You know, we had the old Ajax kit. Oh mate, I've never played in such heat. But but yeah, don't you mate? He's you know fantastic, mate. You know everything he's got. A, when you turn up for the trip, you know there's an itinerary there. You know every hour is like accounted for. I mean, he's such a good organizer, but. And a great keeper as well, mate. He's he's probably the only keeper I think I've ever seen, Dave, in Cornwall. In, in, in fact, I don't think I've... I don't, don't remember seeing one at a pro level, but he could throw the ball out with both arms. But left hand, you know, I've never seen a not keeper... Not at the same time. Not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he probably could. That's well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah right. equally as well. Like, you know, yeah. you could just... You know, for full-backs, you used to try and play a bit of football for them. like, you know, under, Trevor and that and the fullbacks used to drop off and, and don't you would start an attack you know you could you could just pick the you know either catch a you know across or whatever and he'd whip it out you know with right. with either arm it's, it's brilliant to watch yeah right and you mentioned Amsterdam like now I think you might have one about John Hodge oh Hodge mate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was unbelievable that was Eindhoven actually oh Eindhoven right yeah yeah we were all um I think it was the year before Hodge went pro with Exeter mate right. and um we played this match and um, cause we, we played against a team called ESV Eindhoven mate and they right. were like a feeder team to right, so PSV not, not PSV but ESV yeah, yeah they were like a feeder youth <coughs> team I yeah. mean the, the set up there was fantastic they were there about like six pitches and all you know and we played them on the main pitch and they had one of the lads that had, that had actually played a few games for the first team but he, he dropped down to the reserves because he was coming back from a cruciate injury Oh, honestly, mate, he, we lost. I think we lost six two that day, and he, he destroyed. You know, he was. <laughs> you could tell he was someone else, mate. Yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, we <laughs> so we went in the bar after and all, and they got a clubhouse window, mate. I've never seen such a big window because it overlooks, you know, the main pitch, right. and it's probably twenty foot by. 15 you know I and um, we're all there chatting in our groups you know to, to making friends with all the Dutch lads and all oh, you know with beers and then you know they do the beer races you know I'm not a drinker Dave so but they, you know they do the beer runs and all that and we had a great old night and they got got towards the end of the night and we're just chatting in a, in a group there mate and all of a sudden Oji flies past us on this little kid's three-wheeler bike doing about 20 mile an hour. I don't know how he must have done that speed, mate. But he's gone, he couldn't stop and he's gone right through the clubhouse window, mate. <laughs> Everyone was just like, he was just lying in a, a load of glass. I mean, it just went, like, the old window just collapsed, mate. It was, it was unbelievable. And Oji's just lying there and we're just, everyone's just looking at him. We just... And I, I'll never forget it, mate. He had a Rangers shirt on because he hardly took any clothes away. I think he had about two T-shirts and he borrowed Dave Gordon, you know, Spaz blessing. He borrowed one of Spaz's uh, Rangers shirts, mate. And he was just lying with his cuts on his arms on his head. And like, we said, you're all right, Johnny? But yeah, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> but no, they took it well, mate. You know, I think they, they boarded it up and everything within about an hour. And, but it must have cost a few quid to replace that, mate. <laughs> now I know that um, when you were talking to, to Ross Ellis recently on the BBC Radio Cornwall um, slot that came out 
he was asking you about music in the change room and, and got onto yeah. dancing and whatever. But I think you are actually a bit of a <coughs> Mr. Ibiza man, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am, mate. I, um... Although you keep quiet about this. <laughs> yeah, seeing as you, babe, I have got a bit of a... Well, most people know me. I used to be a bit of a dancer in my early days, like Dave. Hard to believe now, you know, looking at me, but I'm... Um, Cleared a, cleared a few floors and actually mate I, when I was 16 I won the um, Malibu disco dancing competition not the Malabar no <laughs> the Malibu no, I won that one easy mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine there being too many good dancers in Malabar mate but no it's the, it was at the Berkeley Centre in Canberra what was it called the Malibu it, yeah it was called the Malibu disco dancing competition <laughs> right um, yeah. there was a big bottle like a 5 litre Malibu bottle and um, 200 quid mate which you yeah, know right. back in them days it's quite a decent little pot so I entered it and I think my sister entered me in it so I went in it like with me Japanese headband on <laughs> and me baggy MC Hammer trainers and uh, yeah and I won it there was, a, there was about 12 people that day I won it and uh, they found out I was only 16 oh right because obviously you had to be eight, yeah, 18 to go in the nightclub so they took it away <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't too worried about the Malibu, mate, but I was gutted with the 200 quid. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I like, you know, you should be a bit of a dad. But I'll tell you, Dave, I'll tell you a secret, mate. Um, what, there's well, more? Yeah, it won't be a secret <laughs> anymore, mate. Yeah, I mean, I used to be the, like you said about the music in the dressing room, I always used to be the DJ, mate, you know, Nuki and Falmouth, I think, mate, you know, I used to put on all the sort of hard house tunes and... I beef it, you know, like Euphorian Clubland <laughs> CDs, mate. For anyone who likes dance music, you know, they'll know what they are. They're pretty, get you pumped up, like, but, um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I used to, we, well, the Twilight Zone, mate, was a main haunt sort of thing, mate. And uh, I don't know if you remember a show in the, oh, crikey, mate, what would it be in now? It would probably be in like late 80s, mate, probably, mm. early 90s. It was called It Man and Earth. <laughs> And it was with Pete Waterman and Michaela Strachan. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to remember it then. What was this on, on telly? Yeah, yeah, it was on, was it Channel 4, I think? What was it called? Hitman Hit Man Hit Man yeah. The, the, if anyone's struck, thank God. It's been there in the archive somewhere. Yeah, I know, mate. That's, that's what I'm dreading, mate. I'm hoping it ain't. But, um, yeah, they used to go around different nightclubs, mate, you know, around, um, mainly it's like South Western, really. And, um, and they, it used to be on... Um, was it was it ITV mate? Was it West Country? But it was I don't know mate. But they used to go around all these nightclubs, and it used to be about two hours long, mate. And they would film it the following Saturday. <laughs> so say they was at Twilight Zone, you know, this Saturday, they would, it would be on TV the following yeah. Saturday. And um, me and my mate from Falmouth called Gary Green. I mean, he he loved dancing. I'd, Gary Green. Gary that Green. sounds like he should be a DJ. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, DJ Gary <laughs> Green. I mean, he was good dancer, mate. To be fair, like probably better than me, mate. But. Um, you know, obviously my first loves football, but but Gary loved his dancing, mate. And um, we got they they come to Twilight Zone, and they spotted us dancing. And uh, this bloke come up to us, and he he asked us, you know, if we want if if they were ever if, like from Bristol down, would we fancy you know expenses paid sort of thing? Would we fancy going on and being a, a dancer on it, man? And, uh, so we went on there a few. I think I'd done about six, mate. But Gary, I think he'd done about nine or ten, mate. But so uh, we did like the academy in Plymouth and a couple at the Twilight Zone, I think, mate. There might have been one at the Bond Club, you know, think, where we had to. There was this black guy, mate, with a white wig, uh, dancing. And they they called him Wiggy, mate, <laughs> and he was dancing. And and you had to basically, you know, like do what he was doing, mate. And and I just had enough of that, mate, because like, I thought me and Gary was a better dancer than him. <laughs> so in the end, mate, I, I jacked it in, mate. But yeah, it was a, it was on telly a few times, mate. So. That's a pretty... Well, it sounds a bit dodgy to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great TV, mate. <laughs> see why you kept that as Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, done a few of them, mate. But um, yeah, pretty shocking, mate. I know that um, one of the seasons you ended up top scorer of the Southwestern League um, was when you were at Waybridge, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, love that. Late 90s? Um, yeah, 98, 99 that was. Yeah, it? so yeah, who, was in, who was in charge of you then? Uh, we had JP or John Peters and Blackie, Robbie Black. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but Blackie, um, oh, I unfortunately had to pull out about halfway through the season because, you know, his wife was really ill. Right. And 
So uh, JP sort of just carried it on, you know, on his own. John always comes across as being quite straight laced and serious sort of character. Yeah, yeah. You, you haven't got any stories about him, yeah, surely? Several, no. so, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate. John, yeah, if you don't know John Dave, you know, he, 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 like you say, he comes across, you know, if you didn't know him, you know, you'd think he was quite straight and serious, but he's such a laugh, mate. He's, um, he's sort of dry, mate, if you know what I yeah, mean, which yeah, makes yeah. him even funnier. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> fantastic bloke, mate. I mean, we, uh, oh, I'll tell you one day, we, um, <laughs> we went to Bristol, it was John's um, son's oldest son, Stag, I mean, most people know John's younger son Dan yeah. Dan Peters plays in goal for Nuki this season I mean Dan's a good little keeper like him well he's not little he's about six foot four <laughs> yeah. but, um, but uh, yeah but it was John's oldest son mate, and, we, and it was his stag night and obviously I was playing for Weybridge at the time you know good, good mates with JP and that and I think we went to watch a game on the Saturday afternoon somewhere up that way I think it might have been like a Western League game somewhere like that not a pro match but but anyway we got up there and um watched the game, met up with all John's son's mates and that, and it was mates, we started drinking about six o'clock, and I, I'm not a drinker, Dave, so I, I, I eat a lot, but, but, and I don't think John's a particularly big drinker like that, but um, but anyway, we started going from pub to pub, and um, we it got to about eight o'clock, and somehow, like, the word got around that Martin Peters was in the area. <laughs> Well, not so, John Peters, no, no, Martin yeah, Peters. Yeah. Well, the, not so, the ex-England World Cup. That's the one, mate. <laughs> World Cup final goal scorer, mate. So, um, yeah, anyway, mate, so first couple of people sort of come up to JP and say, oh, you, you, you're Martin Peters. And, and to be fair, you know, JP played it down, you know, didn't, didn't make too much of it. But obviously the drinks were flowing, mate, and, um, and like, you know, the people were coming up and buying, buying John. <laughs> Drinks, and we were all helping him to drink him, and uh, and by you know after, by about nine o'clock, I think John thought he was Martin Peters. I know I did. Well, you know what I mean? By by half past nine, day we were virtually wrecked, and John started. <laughs> John was starting to sign autographs. He was signing people's shirts and, and beer mats and everything, and. Um, yeah, we, there was, and well, it got to about ten o'clock, and John even started talking through his World Cup final goal. Yeah, it was. No, it was brilliant, mate. Yeah, we we did that in about three or four pubs, mate. And uh, in the end, you know, we all thought John JP was Martin Peters, mate. And he, even J, even JP believed the same story. But uh, I think we got to about the third pub, mate, and. And someone, I think it was a Sheffield United fan, his Martin Peters used to be manager, and I think he recognised it was actually JP and not Martin. So we, we made a hasty retreat over there. And, uh, but, um, but I'll never forget, mate, next day we had, I mean, usually, mate, you've got the manager, you know, not very happy with the player, aren't you, for going to well, this is the other way around. <laughs> I was the player, not very happy with me. Because next day, mate, we had Tavi at home, and, and we, I think we were fourth in the league. And I, and I scored nine games in a row so I was looking to score like ten games in a row sort of thing And um, but we got up in the morning mate about half past nine JP so I'd better make our way back you know it's three o'clock kick off and J- JP was looking like Casper the Ghost I know I, I know I won very well mate but JP was just he was white and sweating and we were driving home mate and honestly it took us like five hours to get back because JP had to stop in the lane like three times a World Cup winning goal scorer <laughs> to being sick of the lay by three times on the way home but uh, yeah we was both pretty rough mate. and we got to the ground about 20 to 3 the manager you know the top scorer mate we got to get... so we managed to get a quick you know just stuck my head under the shower and JB did a quick team talk and anyway I, I had an absolute nightmare day we, we lost one now oh. and um, I think we dropped down to about 7th and um yeah, it was, it was an absolute nightmare, mate. But uh, yeah, I remember that day, mate. John was trying to do his quick team talk, and he was going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah nanny, I want you to sit in there. And, uh, get, 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 keep it tight in the." <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think we was ever going to win that one, But, uh, yeah, I think I touched the ball three times in that game day. Rubbish. That was probably three times too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
So have you got any others for JP or not? Yeah, I've got, I've got quite a few for <laughs> JP. <laughs> yeah, he's such a legend, mate. Love, love JP, mate. I, I mean, I remember we was home to Bob. I mean, we that season, mate, you know, Bob and Weybridge is the sort of big local derby out there. Yeah. And we, we beat him three times that season. But we played um, we, we played the own game, the first game against them that season. And... Um, Graham Kelly was there from the FA. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think well, ex FA secretary. That's the one, mate. Yeah, yeah he used to look pretty dour, didn't he? On tape, yeah. like miserable, but he was actually quite a nice. <laughs> so Graham's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a really nice guy. Actually. <laughs> I was chatting to him after, but um, but yeah, he was there as a guest because I thought he he'd come to look at the plans, you know, because obviously that was before Weybridge had the new ground and everything. Yeah, that was when they had the big slope, you know, yeah. in the corner and all that. Yeah. And uh, used to love that Graham really, but. But yeah, so he was there looking at all the plans and a couple of other FA chaps were there, mate. And um, so before the game, like JP came in and JP, like he's a track seat manager, really. You know, he's he's like one of them. He's a fantastic coach. You know, he's got all his FA, you know, badges, UEFA and all that, mate. He's, he's a fantastic coach. But and he's but he's like what you call a track seat manager. Yeah. But this particular day, JP came in because all the FA sort of top brass were there and he had a... He had like black shoes on, <laughs> really posh black trousers, and a and one of them long umbro black managers coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, all the rage at yeah. the time. Not, and he he did. He looked, he looked the business, mate. <laughs> he was looking really smart, and all the lads were going, "Oh, you know, great coat there, gaffer, and all that." And looking, you know, look at the bees knees and that. So JP said, "Yeah, I thought I'd make a bit of effort, you know, with the FA." <laughs> and he would make the the pitch, mate. It was really heavy rain. The pitch was was cut it was mud mire by about half time and uh, we played really well on the day uh, I think well we won 4-0 <clears throat> and uh, it was about five minutes to go like day and we were 3-0 up and I'd already scored a couple um, past like do you remember James Dungy used to be at yeah, yeah, goals. Yeah, goalie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, he's like one of my luckiest keepers ever I think because you know I always seem to do well against him but, <laughs> but I'd scored twice that day and and uh, now, now it's only about five minutes to go and Martin Ancaro another, another great mate of mine mate, probably got a nanny story as well if you want <laughs> he ended a ball over the top mate and I just ran on and I was a bit sort of tired mate and I just thought oh, I'll just hit it it was about 30 or mate and I hit this dipping volley over Dungey and it clipped the underside of the ball on the way in so that was me actually so I sprinted over to JP mate and I jumped on him but I forgot I was about 15 stone at the time and I knocked JP backwards and we slid literally about 15 yards mate across the ground in the, along the touchline in the mud and in, honestly with JP on his back mate so with this all the lads have piled on mate and JP's at the bottom of about 15 man but you know all the subs yeah, yeah. he's at the bottom of a 15 man pile <coughs> And uh, I'll never forget, mate, when he, when he got up, he was covering him up from head. Not with his nice coat. Yeah, there, yeah, he was wrecked, mate, wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> JP still reminds me every time, mate. Yeah, wrecked his coat. But the funniest thing, mate, was when we were all in the clubhouse after, mate, and seeing, like, because they had a table, you know, for all the Graham Kelly, you know, and all his FA tables. tables. Yeah. yeah, top table with the old prawn sandwiches <laughs> and some champagne. And there's JP sitting in the middle of them with his dry nut on his trousers and all, looking like Sting at the dump, drinking his champagne, mate. But, but uh, yeah, oh, it was so funny, mate. but bless him, you know, he still had a still had a smile on his face, mate. You know, great bloke, mate, great bloke. You mentioned Martin Ancaro a moment ago or yeah. earlier. Um, got any stories about him? Yeah, yeah, man, he's one of, he's one of my best mates, Dave. Um, yeah, man, he's a top guy as well. Mate. I could think of a few stories. I mean, one, one really funny one they was so we that it's that same season as JP was manager and uh, it was a good Friday local derby at Bodmin mate yeah. and we beat 4-0 at home and um and we beat him 4-1 as well in the charity cup semi-final mate <clears throat> so um and I saw Ricky Cordier about a week before that game mate and he, and he said mate don't forget your shin pads <laughs> to me because I've got plans for you so I think I had the hat trick you know in the league game and I had I think I had two in the semi-final I come off actually in that semi-final mate. I remember cutting out a gash right across my kneecap mm. and I had to have it glued together mate so yeah I missed about the last 25 minutes of the set. but we you know, beat him twice already 
And um, <clears throat> but anyway, so we we all arranged to um, actually. You know, talk about Ricky Day, but he asked me to sign for him about three times. It's one of my biggest regrets in football. Yeah. I think, but yeah, not actually signing for Ricky because he asked me about three times to sign for. You know, I met him a couple of times and went out for a meal and you know had a drink and all. I mean, he's fantastic, mate. What he knows about football. You know, he was yeah. telling me goals that I scored. You know, sort of ten years ago, like you know, it's <laughs> describing them to me. I mean, fantastic. You know, meticulous manager. I'd, that's one of my big regrets. You know, I didn't actually sort of sign, but I was at yeah. Falmouth, so yeah. you know, never really wanted to leave Falmouth, Dave. But um, but yeah, but yeah, this particular game, mate, on the Good Friday, obviously local derby again, and um, <clears throat> it was me and uh, our keeper Mark Gears. I mean, Gears he had a brilliant season that season. Dave, he got called into the county side by. Steve Massey mm-hmm. that season and uh, left back Paul Williams and we were all staying at Nanny's in St Austell on the Thursday night because obviously it was an early kickoff on the Friday 11 o'clock so the plan was always to just go out have a few quiet drinks you know and be in bed by midnight before a match yeah yeah just what? a I know just what? just a few quiet ones right? I mean I'm not a drinker anyway Dave. I was probably <laughs> I was probably on orange and lemonade I was but but um but anyway, yeah, we went out on this Thursday night. So we we, we started off. Um, we was going to be home by midnight, mate. But um, we started off in Laugh's pub, you know, the Brit. Yeah. And obviously, Laugh, you know, gave us a few free Budweiser, and that's to start us off. And um, we was going to walk the five hundred yards up the road to the Olmush, you know, just have a couple in there, and then go home. Anyway, we come out of Laugh's pub that day. Honestly, it was like thunder and lightning. And the rain was like just someone pouring buckets down from the sky. It was like literally bouncing off the road. We couldn't even walk to the old bush. So we went back in laughs and ordered a taxi, you know, had another drink and then went up to the old bush, caught a taxi 500 yards up the road. It was that bad. And um, so we had another couple in the old bush and it was about 11 o'clock by now. And we went to the, went to the door to, to go home, and honestly, mate, it was gushing up through the drains. There was about there was about a foot deep of water outside of the old bus in the car park. Yeah. So we was all looked at each other, and we just went, "Games off!" Like, <laughs> we just sort of said, oh, "Games no. off." Yeah, I think so, I know what might be yeah, going. Yeah, I know. So we all agreed. Oh, let's go clubbing. Yeah, let's. <laughs> so um, we went to uh, gossips. You know, in St Austin, then by the Carlisle Bay. I mean, it's, it's been called loads of things over the years. You know, like Bentleys, Quasars. But oh, I think right. this year was gossips at this particular time. So we caught the gossips bus. Caught the gossips bus down to the nightclub, mate. We was in there till two o'clock. You know, kicking out time. We come out and it, it stopped raining, but you could see it. it was still pretty bad, mate. So we all had a kebab and chips and everything. <laughs> got a taxi back to Nanny's and we got that got back to Nanny's about three o'clock in the morning, mate. <laughs> so we were all, you know, thinking, oh, that'll be that. Anyway, there was a knock on the door at <laughs> nine o'clock and Nanny was stood there with a cup of coffee and I'll never forget his face. <laughs> we were all like, we were all looking so bad. And he goes, it's on, mate. <laughs> And I could tell by his face he wasn't joking. He wasn't joking, mate. He said, JP's just called and said, great news. And that's just went on. So we all came downstairs. We all tried to eat a boat steak, struggling. I mean, Gearsy, you know, their goalkeeper, yeah. mate, had been up all night being sick. And Pablo oh. still had, like, dried kebab on his cheek from the night before. And now he said, this is looking good, is it? <laughs> Anyway, mate, we got to Priory Park about quarter past ten, and uh, and uh, the ref was out on the pitch with his two assistants, and they were like throwing a ball up in the air. You know, he was coming down, sticking in the mud. And then he would roll one along the ground, and it would sort of roll for a little bit, and then then stop in the water and all. And we thought, oh, flipping that, you know, this might be off. And we were all looking at each other, praying, praying it was off. And we was like looking at the ref, thinking, oh, ref, you can't play in that. And, and JP and Ricky were on the touchline by the in front of the stand chatting and the ref turned around and gave him a big thumbs up honest mate it was the worst thumb I've ever seen that. honest mate we were whacking down extra strong mints and chewing gum hoping no one would smell our breaths mate stinking in beer and we got away with it you know, got away with it in the warm up and then we got to the game mate and you know, there was no hiding place for really, anything Honestly, we, I felt like I was playing with a, like an axe in, in, embedded in my head. And, yeah, I had a shock, mate. And Nanny, you know, he's usually running around tacking, tackling everything. He could hardly move 
Pablo's getting roasted by their right winger, mate. And Pablo, uh, Paul Williams, mate. Right? Pablo, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a left back from Gearsley and Pablo from from Plymouth. We had a few Plymouth players right, that right. year, like Dave for Williams, but great lads they were. But um, yeah, but Gearsley, miraculously, I don't know, just because he's in goal, maybe he didn't have to run around, but he made quite a few good saves. You know, kept us in it. And it we we went in at nil nil, but it was pretty embarrassing. They just you know quite a big crowd there for a good Friday yeah. and everything. And uh, as we was walking out for J- JP did his team talking and everything. And as we was walking out for the second half, JP grabbed me and Nanny like and he goes um he goes uh, me two best players the worst two players on the pitch. <laughs> You're absolutely shocking. He goes we we out on the last of last night <laughs> and. Um, and um, yeah, and he did, he wasn't very happy. But he said, "Look, you you both got twenty minutes, literally." And he said, "You both got twenty minutes." And the time was almost up, mate. I, d- I don't know how I did it, Dave, but Gears he kicked one out, and uh, I was out on the left touchline to by the floodlight pile, and you know, kicking down the hill just by the dugouts, yeah. you know, the away dugouts. Yeah. And Gears he kicked one out, mate, and it was about ten yards into their half, and five yards in from the touchline, going down the slope. And for the first time in that game, I managed to control it on my thigh. And I noticed Ian Treverton was running out, sprinting out towards me. And I knew I'd struggle, you know, to get past him because I, I hadn't got past anyone all game. So I just hit it, mate, on the volley from about 45 yards. And obviously, well, I, was, I was the most surprised person in the part, mate. I looked up and I seen it and, it, and it, 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 it flashed against the stanchion, mate, and went right up in the top corner. Yeah, and um, I mean, Dungey must hate me, mate. That season, mate. <laughs> and again. Yeah, everything I hit went past him. But all the subs, sorry, all the subs were warming up, you know, behind me, just about to, you know, come on for me and that, you know. So I didn't even celebrate, mate. I just stood there, like, in shock. And uh, they all jumped on me and everything. And, and I remember running back to the kickoff. You know, I said to JP, "Take me off, mate." No, and he goes, "Now nah, you can stay on as punishment." Oh, no. So yeah, but uh, that, was, that was a good day, mate. But yeah, I mean, uh, we got away with that, mate. We, we won one nil, mate. Oh, no. Yeah, so we beat Bodmin three times that season. But but I'd say to any young player, mate, don't go out on a Friday night and have a drink before a game, mate. Right, what about kit and stuff like that? I mean, you, you normally look fairly smart um, when you went out on the pitch. <laughs> what about your boots and that sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. Got any, anything yeah. funny about that? Yeah, I have. I got me, I got me mum to... Honestly, Dave, I've never cleaned my boots for about 20 years. What? I mean, no, nah, my mum used to do it, mate. I've got to be honest, mate, she wanted to do it. You know, I, I asked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she used to love cleaning boots. But, I mean, every, another another good Friday, this is there. I remember a story, mate. Um, we had, you know, my old mate Dave Gardner, you know, Spaz, as we affectionately, you know, all called yeah. him, mate, bless him. Not with us anymore, but... But Spaz and uh, Nigel Fates come up to step my mum's in Troy because we was playing for Falmouth and we had the Good Friday match at Troy yeah. at Troy Euro. And obviously my mum only lived like three minutes drive from the ground. So <coughs> so um, Spaz and Thwaites, he come up on the Thursday night, mate. We was going to just, you know, go out in Troy for a couple of drinks, mate, and, and come out, <laughs> which we did that night. I can't mate. believe all these stories, or <laughs> well, most of them, sort of... Circle around a pub or drinking. Top sportsman in the county. <laughs> I know, man. I hate drinking as well. I used to work for Coles. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, right. I hate beer, mate. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, they come up on that Thursday night, mate. And as you know, mate, you know there's uh, any player will know there's a fines list. You know, at the start of each season, you know, you're like three pound for being late. You know, two pound for club tie. Two pound for dirt. you know, we had a list yeah. like two pound for dirty boots and stuff, etc. And anyway, I was, I was, I was known from my sparkling clean boots. <laughs> I mean, you could see your face in them, mate. You know, they were the only thing I failed to tell everyone all those years. Suddenly, <laughs> mum cleaned me boots since I was about five years old. <laughs> so, but she loved doing them, mate. I mean, any time I got a new pair, you know, she'd like put dubbing on them, you know, po- soften them up for me, you know, polish them and everything. They were like a pair of slippers, you know, Tom, I went to wear them. Anyway, mate, we was all having tea on this Thursday night before we went into Chora for a quiet evening. <laughs> and um, 
the mum, my mum made the mistake of saying, oh, Mark, you're... Uh, basically, Dave, I used to go up on Saturday, throw me dirty kit into my mum's, leave it there, and then pick it up the following Saturday morning, all pristine. Like, I wouldn't see it for, you know, apart from me training boots and stuff like that. But... but um, but yeah, she made the mistake of saying in front of Spurs and thought so she goes, Oh, you're, uh, your bag's all ready for the morning and your boots are clean and all that. Spurs jumped on his <laughs> way. He goes, Oh, wh- what's all this like? I mean, I was devastated, mate. I knew I was rumbled. <laughs> <laughs> and Spurs and Thwaitsy, like, you know, slaughtered me. But um, when we were out later on, you know, I managed to convince him you know, not to tell the rest of the lads. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, next morning, mate, we. we uh, we went to a game and that mate and, and we was doing um, I th- to be honest mate I think they might have I think they might have let me off let me off the hook but Trev did his usual inspection going around <laughs> looking at everyone's toy yeah. and boots and everything and, yeah, and it was that particular day he like chose to milk it like he goes, when it came to my boots Trev like picked the boot up and he, was, and he goes uh, he's, he said look he said Rappo's boots that's dedication <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication he said he said that's an example to everyone and he was my boots was like shining like David he was holding them up and I think you know Spaz couldn't take any more he couldn't, so he couldn't resist telling everyone like you know me, actually me mum cleaned me boots and oh, I've, never, no. I've never cleaned me boots in the life and that was a I was a con man so Trev threw me boots on the floor, mate, and, and he fined me ten pounds <laughs> for being a twenty-two-year-old mummy's boy. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that's served me right, mate. <laughs> Dear old mum. Yeah, bless her, mate. Bless her. Hello, I'm Rappo, and you're listening to the Coolness Soccer Podcast. Obviously, um, you're a true boy, but or lad, but you seem to play for Falmouth, yeah. you know, a lot more than you did for True. Yeah. So, so how did that come about? Um, to be honest, David, you know, I mean, the two teams I, you know, you know, obviously True and Falmouth. I do used to go and watch them, but I, I always wanted to play for Falmouth, if I'm honest, because my dad used to take me there, you know, in the old Western League days, yeah. in the mid seventies, when I was about seven or eight, you know, and I used to. I remember from that day thinking, oh yeah, you know, I want to play at Bickland Park for Falmouth, like, but, but um, actually, they had a chance. <clears throat> I had a chance to play for Falmouth about a year before I actually did, mate. It was, um, you know, whenever I didn't have a game on a Saturday or, or like Falmouth used to play midweek, I used to go down there. And um, this one particular game, I watched them beat Weybridge six-one, and they had uh, Neil Phillips. You know, he was a big influence on me, really, mate. And and Phil Shap got up front. Yeah. And um, Shap is called five on that day. And uh, I remember he went around Paul X twice, you know, like dummy. And Paul X was, as you know, mate, you know, he was a top keeper, wasn't he, mm-hmm. in them days, mate. And I think he might have been the county keeper at the time, Nico. But, but, um, but yes. <clears throat> and I remember thinking, crikey, you know, Shappy, Shappy and Neil were some front two, mate, you know. But, but, um, but it's about a year after that, mate. I had a call from Dave Ward, mm-hmm. who was quite a fearsome, you know, uh, quite a scary character, like, and he, he said to me on the phone, he said, It looks like Shappy might have to retire because of his knee. And he said, I can see you as a, his replacement, like. And I was I was on the phone about an hour, and he gave me a couple of days to think about it, mate, you know, because, you know, although Wally was like very persuasive, I, I knew within a minute of putting the phone down, I, I could never replace Shappy, to be honest. You know, apart from being faster than him. You know, he was better at everything else. I thought, you know, in my opinion, you know, I was nowhere near ready f- to replace him. I, I wasn't confident about it at all, mate. And, but, um, but ironically, you know, about six months later, I signed for Falmouth when Trev took over, and you know, I got off. Well, I scored on my debut to a point. Played up front with Neil, and in the second game, we beat Foxall away seven 0 in the senior cup, mm-hmm. and I had four, and Neil had three. It was Neil Phillips? Yeah, Neil Phillips, mate. Yeah, great, great little player. A pleasure to play with, like Dave. And then, and then on my own debut against Shortwood in my third game in the FA Vaz, we won two 0 and I scored in that. So, I scored six in my first three games, and sort of never looked back. Really, you know, the sort of me and the F troop had a fantastic relationship, sort of thing after that with all the town fans, but. You know, I thought I could never replace Shappy, and you know, I'm not sure I ever did really, mate. You know, but uh, 
But we always meet up once a year, me and Shappy, we're good mates now. They've actually seen him next week meeting up. Oh, right. Yeah, wives get on well and everything, so we always meet up for a coffee, you know, before Christmas. And so look forward to that, mate. But uh, great player and great bloke, mate. I bet you never never meet up with Dave Ward, though. No, no. <laughs> never get away, mate. I don't think anyone's met up with Wally, to be fair, Dave, will they? Uh, don't he know. Sort of, no, I don't, he sort of dropped out of football, didn't yeah, he, after Falmouth? Yeah. And shame, really, because, you know, one of the best sort of managers around, isn't he? Any other stories or tales about when you're at Falmouth and, and people that oh, uh, yeah. we might all know? Yeah, loads at Falmouth, Dave. Um, I mean, the story I often tell Dave, I mean, it's not funny or anything, mate, but um, it's a story. I mean, Tommy Matthews, you know, another great mate of mine, um, Tommy, you know, brilliant centre half. I mean, Tommy and Spaz, mate, were the best central defensive partnership, you know, you know fantastic. It's a pleasure to play in front of those two, better than playing against them, anyway. But, but Tommy used to bring his little nephew to the games, mate, you know. And he's only about eight, and um, in the end, mate, he, he sort of became our ball boy. Well, not ball boy, our mascot, no, for the foreigners, right, yeah. you know. And, and um, but he was there every home game, and you could. I'd, I'd watch him some days, you know, in front of the stand, and he'd be doing like keepy uppies and all. And I thought, hey, I said to Thomas, so he's a good little player, he is, mate. And Thomas said, yeah, he's doing well, you know, at school teams and blah blah blah. So we got chatting, and I said, and I. Every sort of Saturday, I used to have a little kick around with him and teach him. You know, I think like I sort of taught him to call, catch the ball on top of it, you know, like on the back of his neck and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd do that with him and I'd say, Oh, next week, mate, you, you know, see if you can do that, you know. And, and, and by next Saturday, Dave, he was doing it better than better than you, like, you know. Yeah. You know, he'd like taught him like around the world and all like little Cruyff terms. I mean, showboating what, what it is today, was it, mate? It wasn't an awful lot, but, but you can guarantee, mate, next week, you know, he'd be doing it better than. I could yeah. do. He was only like eight or nine, and and, and he was called Matt Everington, mate. So, so what did he do in the football game? Yeah, quite a bit, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Matt, he had a. So you're claiming all the credit? Yeah, for, yeah, for I his... definitely helped him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure to follow his career, really. Don't yeah. you know, knowing him from a little eight-year-old, you know, kid to have a kick around with, and lovely little lad, like, but. But yeah, you could see, you know, you, I mean, it, easy and hindsight, mate, ain't it? But, but you could see he was going to be a great little player, mate. I mean, played in two FA Cup finals, I think, Dave, and all those Premier League for your team, mate, Spurs and yeah. Stoke and West Ham, wasn't it? You know, a fantastic career, didn't he, Premier League? Yeah. So, yeah, brilliant, mate. Mm, so you could be a coach yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> know that you go and watch um, a lot of games these days um, ever fancy becoming a manager um, well yes and no mate but no no and, <laughs> and you're saying about the coach mate, I did I did do a bit of coaching you know with the lads you know when the boys were young when Jack and Ben were younger and all that but that's with JP actually you know he was yeah. running a couple of teams but but I think I think it was your fault, mate, that I'll never be a manager. Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't know if you remember it, mate. Do you, do you remember we did that game, the charity game for the Out for Heroes? At oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we. Um, I mean, obviously, I played for you, St Agnes, didn't I, for half a season when I had the shins bent yeah. when I was at Newquay, and you know, I knew he was a good manager, and knew your stuff, but <laughs> but <laughs> but I. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember we we did it, didn't we, through Cornish soccer and that, mate. We had to pick. Like a couple of players from the same for the former football forum, yeah. That's, that's it, right, that's yeah. it, mate, for the forum. And we did it, um, you know, a couple of South Western won it, a few Colbo, Junior, yeah, Dutchy, Trillolio on it. And, um, and yeah, a couple of days before the game, mate, I had a couple drop out. <laughs> so, so I didn't tell you, mate, did I? <laughs> but I know I know you had a couple of class players, I mean, you had like Jake, you know, you had like Ashy, didn't you? And, did Goldie play for you, mate, that day? No, I don't yeah, think so, but... Someone so, scored a I know James Miller Oh, played. yeah, that's right, um, Milton played, didn't he? Yeah. And Ashy, yeah. um, I remember you had a couple of, you know, good players, but, <laughs> but, but I, I thought I would pull a flag good day, didn't I? <laughs> I, I? So I had, I, listen to this, mate, I had Grits, Willsey, mate, who scored two goals in the FA, that's why not Wembley. Uh, Grits, Willsey, had uh, Watsy, mate, you know, one of the best yeah. left foot I've ever seen, playing for Troy, I won it at a time. Gozzi, mate, best crosser of a ball I think I've seen. And, um, and oops. <laughs> <laughs> and they all played, mate, and you beat me 3 2. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so, so that paid to your managerial. Yeah, that was it for me, Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it for me, Dave. I, I knew, I knew then that mate, I wasn't. I knew I'd never be one cut out for management. <laughs> I know that, um, well, at least once a season, you go up to Scotland to uh, visit Rachel's relatives, yeah. and um, and they come down. To, uh, and when they're down here, they, I think um, Rachel's what bro- brother, yeah, brother, brother comes to watch games with you. Yeah, and, and yeah. All that's with him. What's he reckon about? Yeah, he's a tiny little player actually, Dave. I mean, when we got there, obviously Tony's Celtic season ticket holder, so. We always well, we can't watch. hold that against him. <laughs> no, I mean, I like, honestly, Dave, I mean, I've been lucky, mate. You know, I've been to, like, Real Madrid, you know, with Mike, and, you know, I've been to, Ajax, you know, watch Ajax a few times, Holland, mate, Barcelona, Rach, uh took me to Barcelona for me 45th, mate. We watched um, Barca and Atletico Madrid, mate. Messi right. 1-3-0, Messi had that <laughs> So I've been to some atmospheres, mate. But honestly, Dave, a European game, you know, at, at Celtic Park, mate, is... Unbelievable, you know. I've been lucky enough to see a few, and um, yeah, the, the noise, mate. You know, you never, never seen atmosphere anywhere like that. But, uh, but yeah, he's a tidy player, mate. Tony, you know, we um, Tony Marie come down with a nephew, you know, Thomas, like once a year, and I always try and sign him on, you know, forever <laughs> I'm playing for, like, oh, right. getting the game and everything. You know, he still loves his football now. He plays five side twice a week, and he's older than me. Um, yeah. What's Tony? Fifty two, you know, fifty two, fifty three. I don't know, man. But um, but yeah, he's, yeah, I remember a game I was playing for St Irma. It was my last season on a Saturday, actually, day, and we we was we was playing Trevenson. It was a little bit physical, and um, so Irma versus Trevenson. Yeah, big right. game, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can only remember this because it ain't that long ago. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we was two 0 up, and um, the first twenty minutes, mate, it's one of them games, mate. I think I scored header after five minutes, and then I. had like a left foot volley, you know, in the top, just the old swinger, mate, more luck and judgment, like left foot volley, top corner, like, so I scored two in the first 20 minutes, and then after that, mate, they, they battered us, really, they had a, quite a good little team, and it was 2-0, and we managed to break away in about the 96th minute, and I went around the keeper, and as I was about to tap it in, he slapped me ankles against <laughs> each other, so I went over for a penalty, and so I'm standing there on the spot, 96th minute, you know, 2 all. I think we were second in the league at the time. No pressure. And yeah, that's right, mate, it's exactly what, and Tony come up to me, mate, just by my shoulder, and he goes, oh, do you realise um, this will be a perfect action? left foot right foot header I went no I didn't mate and he went but no pressure <laughs> <laughs> just smiled at me and ran off like that. and I thought luckily mate it wasn't my best penalty ever but just managed to I think it clipped the post on the way in keeper went the right oh, way oh still made it yeah just made it mate yeah just about one does he not like you then or what <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I mean, now I'm sure you must have um a few more stories from from Amsterdam. Yeah, so many stories from Amsterdam, Dave. Um, I mean, there's a few that I can't, yeah, yeah. You know, want to talk about. But Probably best not to. No, no. But uh, yeah, it's, it's such a. I mean, it's a great place, mate. I mean, the Dutch people are lovely and all speak perfect English. You know, just just love the place. You know, going to watch Ajax over the years in Holland and just grew to love the place, really, mate. But. But yeah, I got a few stories from the Falmouth. I mean, there's one I don't think I've told you. That we were we were all a bit worse for wear. You know, we going back to the fines kitty and all, yeah. you know we, we spent an afternoon in a pub called the Cafe Sports, mate. It was there. We turned it into our local. It's right right for anyone going to Amsterdam. Pop into the Cafe Sports. It's right in Dam Square. Right. Lovely pub, mate. And uh, that evening we just we were just you know went for a walk after after all the drinks in the afternoon. And um, we, as you know, all the canals, mate, are, are there. But I mean, it looks really picturesque, but the canals are absolutely stinking. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's like the shopping trolleys, you know, like needles in there from drug out. You know, I mean, gents on stag dudes, you know, like sort of, 
you know, <laughs> I mean, you don't want to know what's yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, painting the picture. Yeah, 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 beer cans, wine bottles, you name it. You know, is in that. Kind of, in Apologies the to the Amsterdam tourist board yeah, as yeah. well. Whilst we're talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, mate, Gozzy fell in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're walking along, and Gozzy, like, you know, we're all a little Ian bit... Gosling, this is yeah, Ian Gosling, yeah. another FA Vars winner. Yeah, yeah, Gozzy, yeah. Yeah, what, what a winger, <laughs> mate, Gozzy. Yeah, Gozzy slips in the canal, so he manages to scramble to the side in his 200-pound trainers. <laughs> it's the top of the range, and that's playing. And, like, Philby, luckily, Dodger Long was there, mate, and Philby, you know, they felt both, like, strong as oxes. I mean, Dodger's, like, three men in one end. So we drag him out. I mean, he's covered from head to toe, mate, you know, in this whatever it is. So we're thinking, oh, no, you know, luckily it's in the summer days, so it's, it's not that cold, you know. But yeah. So anyway, we're, we're looking around thinking, oh, what can we do here? And so we <laughs> look around and there's a lady of the night in the doorway. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so Spaz walks over, mate, to this lady of the night and uh, knock, you know, sort of knocks, on the, knocks on the window. So she opens the door, she says, 50 guilders. <laughs> Which, which is about fifteen quid, mate, in our money. So uh, Spaz said, "No, no, it's all right, love." He said, "Can we make you your shower?" <laughs> so, so I think Gozzy ended up paying about thirty guilders just to for go a in, shower. Yeah, just to go in and use this uh, lady of the night shower for a ten-minute shower, mate. Cost him about ten quid. But oh, uh, yeah, just to wash him in his clothes. But but that same evening, mate. I mean, <clears> there was um. It, Always comes back this Thursday. I mean, he's such a you know, it's just such a shame. You know, he's he's not here anymore, mate. But but what a what a bloke, mate. I mean, they, they decided we all chipped in five guilders, though, which is about two quid, about twenty of us. And they said, I think it was George Torrance that come up with this race, mate, from one side of the canal to the other. It was about I don't know fifty yards, mate. And all the all the canal you know pleasure boats were parked up in the oh. canal. So they had like all had white roofs, you know. So fights in spaz. We're gonna run across these roofs, mate. And whoever got to the other side had the pot at the end. <laughs> yeah, something like hundred guilders or whatever. And uh, they're running across. There's about twenty pleasure boats there, and they're sprinting across. And and spaz is about neck and neck. Spaz gets to about the fourteenth boat, mate. He just goes down through the roof of this boat. It's just the roof collapses. So we all think, oh no. So we all run around and think, is he all right? And we looking through the window and Spaz is sitting in the seat he went right back through the roof and sat in the captain's seat in front of the old wooden wheel and he's just looking at us out the window smiling but, uh, oh mate yeah but the door was locked obviously so we had to drag him up back through the old in the roof so he had to so come that, out the way yeah, he went in yeah exactly mate which was a bit of a but luckily we avoided the police mate but but no fantastic uh, Amsterdam days though. <laughs> Your Cornish Soccer Podcast.